Hi, Steve here. It should be pretty clear by now to anybody who's been awake for the last five years that corporate media, and I'm including social media, have been consistently closing the doors on anyone speaking the truth that goes against the new world order. And YouTube has made it very clear to me that if you say anything contrary to information put out by the WHO, you will be shut down. They said so to me. And this is the reason they tell me that my last video was removed. They say it was removed because it violated YouTube's community guidelines. But then it says here, our team has reviewed your content. Now, normally, nobody's reviewing your content, but many other videos have been flagged according to the emails. They say your video was flagged by someone and brought to our attention. Well, I don't think it's brought to their attention anymore. I think they just review every video I do now because they're looking for it. They said... We've reviewed your content, and we think it violates our community guidelines, so we've removed it. But here's where we get to the bottom line. They tell me. They come right out. At least they're honest. How your content violates the policy. YouTube doesn't allow, doesn't allow content that explicitly disputes the efficacy of the World Health Organization or local health authorities recommended guidance on social distancing and self-isolation that may lead people to act against that guidance. So in other words, YouTube is admitting they'll police all of the information in any video that anybody puts on YouTube. They'll police it. And they'll do all the policing for the WHO and the UN and so-called local health officials or health authorities. That's where we're at right now. How this affects my channel, it says I have one strike, so I won't be able to upload, post, or live stream for one week. And then they tell me a second strike will prevent you from publishing content for two weeks. This is like being in grade school. Johnny, if you do this, we'll spank you with a ruler on your hand. If you do it again, we'll spank you with a big paddle on your rear end. And if you do it again, we'll just kick you out of school. This is the YouTube police policing what we can say and what we can't say anymore because free speech has been shut down by the social media oligarchs and these tech giants who believe that they're all in this together just like the COVID, we're all in this together. No, we're not. Only the people that refuse to be dumbed down are walking free. But the rest of them, no, they're in it together because they've chosen to be compliant to mandates that are not even laws, mandates that are against the Constitution. So you need to understand that I have always had three other channels that I post on constantly as much as I do YouTube. And whenever YouTube pulls a video, you need to go watch it on one of these channels. In fact, the time is coming very soon when YouTube will finally take me down. I know they will. I'm surprised they haven't already because many other channels they've just taken down. They don't even give them strikes. They just say, you're done. And they take them down. There's nothing you can do after all, it is their platform. 
Notice here, this strike will expire after 90 days. And that even if I delete the video, that won't remove the strike. So you're in the isolation booth. You're in the gas chamber. Even if you try to say, I'll be nice and I'll comply, YouTube. I'll do whatever you say. It doesn't matter anymore. Whether they have to just remove the video or shut down your channel altogether, we are no longer going to be allowed to say anything that contradicts their narrative and the information they want the public to believe. You may have noticed I didn't do a video over the last couple of days because I spent this time retooling for podcasting. I've changed podcast platforms to Anchor, and you can now get the audio on Spotify and iTunes. And another really great feature is you can send me an audio message now with your questions, suggestions, or comments that I might use on an upcoming podcast, so keep it clean. The link is in the description box below if you'd like to send me an audio message. This is a great way where you can personally be involved in the podcasts. All the videos will be posted in audio too, but I'm also going to be doing more podcasts in addition to the videos, so you'll want to make sure and check out the podcast on Spotify or iTunes. Both links are in the description box below. To those of us who can see, we understand that there's a huge spiritual battle taking place all across the earth, and that battle materializes in the form of everything we can see happening in the natural. We see evil trying to flip reality into some kind of sordid perversion. The radicals fighting to force an unholy change on us will do whatever they believe will crack the foundation and cause it to fall in America. But it's definitely not just in America. This is a worldwide transaction. A teacher in the UK tells a student that she doesn't have a right to any opinion because she's white and blonde. In Australia, a market is shut down by CV riot cops as they brutally enforce draconian CV laws. The crowd chants back at the police, shouting, freedom, freedom. The state of Victoria has enforced one of the most draconian coronavirus lockdowns in the developed world, with authorities giving themselves the powers to enter homes without a warrant and seize people's children. A pregnant woman was arrested in her home in front of her own kids for the crime of posting about the protest on Facebook. Police in Melbourne also announced that they would be using surveillance drones to catch people who don't wear masks and to keep track of cars that travel further than five kilometers from their home. Journalist Avi Yemeni was also dragged to the ground and arrested for merely covering an anti-lockdown protest in Melbourne. Numerous videos have also emerged of people being forcibly arrested by police for not wearing masks. If this video disappears from my YouTube channel, it'll be very obvious that they simply don't want to draw attention to the draconian and brutal attacks on human freedom across this world. The tidal wave of arson, vandalism, and other property crimes that have swept across the nation in the aftermath of the Floyd killing left between $1 billion and $2 billion in damages. That figure represents only the damage done between May 26th and June 8th, meaning the real figure, including the destruction in cities like Portland and Kenosha, is likely to be way, way higher. It's the worst riot damage in insurance industry history. 
Only natural disasters like hurricanes and floods have ever resulted in over $1 billion in damage claims. And if you thought that anyone wanted to get to the bottom of what or who caused these riots, you would have thought it might have been covered on Fox News since they claim to be fair and balanced, but that was anything but the case. Whose lives have been destroyed by this violence. Yeah, it's so true. They represent everybody, right? Speaker Gingrich, I know you have a final thought for us. Yeah, look, the number one problem in almost all these cities is George Soros-elected left-wing, anti-police, pro-criminal district attorneys who refuse to keep people locked up. Uh, Just yesterday, they put somebody back on the street who's wanted for two different murders in New York City. Uh, You cannot solve this problem. And both Harris and Biden have talked very proudly about what they call progressive district attorneys. Progressive district attorneys are anti-police, pro-criminal, and overwhelmingly elected with George Soros' money, and they're a major cause of the violence we're seeing because they keep putting the violent criminals back on the street. I'm not sure we need to bring George Soros into this. (laughs) I was going to say you get the last word, Speaker. (laughs) He he paid for it. I mean, why can't we discuss the fact that millions of dollars he spent? I I agree with Melissa. George Soros doesn't need to be a part of this conversation. Okay. So it's verboten. All right, we're going to. Okay, we're going to move on. Yelp says about 60% of businesses that shut down for COVID-19 have closed for good. Almost 98,000 American businesses that shut down due to the coronavirus pandemic are now permanently closed, according to business data on Yelp. That's about 60% of the operations that closed on a supposed temporary basis during the crisis. These weren't the major corporations who can survive being shut down for months. These were small businesses. But it was this article that may be the most disturbing to me because it's a reflection of where we are in America right now. The movie Cuties was the fourth most watched movie on Netflix in the U.S. as of Tuesday evening. The film received criticism over its depictions of underage girls dancing suggestively. The director said in an interview with Deadline that she hopes the film would make a change in this world that hypersexualizes children, adding that she hopes critics understand that we're actually on the same side of this battle. Shouldn't children have the same opportunity that most of us did to become children and be children till they grow up? Think about it.